I think it's interesting that Kakuin is blinded because when we meet him, he blinds a student at Jotaro's school by stabbing, by stabbing him in the, him in, in the eye with oh, a. Yeah. He possesses the nurse. He possesses the nurse who stabs him in the eye with right. a with a with it's a not pen. The nurse's no. fault. I mean, technically, Karma. it's not. Karma's a bitch, because he's possessed by Dio. Good but, point. But if we follow the possession. Chain, chain all the way up then it's like all Dio's fault yeah, yeah. Um, but still technically it's all Dio's dad's fault true <laughs> for raising such a bad seed well wow you know I think <laughs> Look, blame the parents I think I think honestly <laughs> I, I think blaming your parents expires after you're like three years old so you think that it expire? I think it it takes like uh, until you're like 200 <laughs> <laughs> So Dio's still safe. He's like 150 exactly. years old. Yeah, okay. He's still got some time before he has to be accountable <laughs> well, for his own actions. Also, he's like mostly Jonathan, and like Jonathan also had a terrible dad. So when you add it up, he has like two bad dads. He has a while to go because yeah. I think he gets 600 years. <laughs> There's my head's dad and my body's dad. <laughs> Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Courtney Stanton. And I'm Darius Kazemi. And we're here to talk to you about... Thieving mice. Yes. And the swords that they steal. Curses. (laughs) Swords with curses on them. Yes. And uh, misfortunate cow hands. Pointy type versus cursed pointy type. And slaughtering your entire family, who kind of deserve it. And green lipstick. Yes. Even though yeah. it won't come into style for several more arcs. Yeah. Yes. No, actually, that, that goes back in time like 100 years. Eyeballs and magazines about marine life. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot Those in this are the episode. Topics There's a lot the going on today. in this episode. This is yeah. one of my favorite episodes from this arc. Like this, this and the next part of Anubis. Uh, I actually love Anubis as like an enemy. Which I is amazing. no memory. Yes. <laughs> Same. <laughs> It's like all happening for the first time. Me too. To me. Whereas, like, like, I remember this very, very clearly. I still don't. You know, yeah. I watched it today. Yeah. You know, the next time when we sit down to watch part two, it's all going to be very fresh. We open up with another Iraqi ghost story. This is like, you know, boy finds a cursed sword on the side of the road, and he has basically like a wicked father and uncles who are like sure. treating yeah. him like crap. And yeah, they treat get- your kids well. Otherwise, they will find a magical sword, and fucking kill you, and with kill it. the shit out of you. Yeah, and it won't even in be, a really gory way. Yeah, it won't be their fault. And the people watching won't even feel bad. We yeah. won't even remember you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just be like, well, there goes your head. Yeah, like, stupid mm. jerk. Whoever that was. Yeah, moving yeah. on. And oh, the sword just fell right into your chest. The cow is safe. That's what matters. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. the cow was nice and didn't do anything. Exactly. Wrong. Yeah, the cow yeah. was strong. Yeah, your kid will get some amazing lipstick out of the yeah. deal. Out of the deal. Yeah. In addition to yeah. becoming a killing machine, it's like a <laughs> a free gift with purchase. Yes. So. Which is often lipstick. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we have this kid, Chaka, who picks up this cursed sword. And of course, it's sort of Arthurian. He can like open the scabbard, the sword from the scabbard, nobody but else uh, nobody can. else can. Well, that's just probably because he and touched it's, uh, it. Yeah, first. it is. I mean, that is why. But no, but also, the as we see later in the sword episode, the sword him. can choose to open and not open at different times, like with Polnareff. So he is the king of England. Yeah, he is the king <laughs> of England. Yeah. But so he draws it in Arthurian style. And just like King Arthur, he gets turned into a killing machine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with a katana. With a katana, yeah. yeah. And, and um, I, I actually love how this 
stand works. So as near as I can tell, the so the sword is. I'm sorry, I just love. I love how the stand works. Hmm. <laughs> Let me see if I can work it out. Yeah, it just it's very JoJo's bizarre adventure. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about things. <laughs> yes. What are the rules? Yeah. Right. So, so the sword is real. It's a real object yes. because right. anyone can pick it up right. and see it and all that. Uh, but it is a it is a finely crafted right. Japanese sword. So like Boingo's comic book. Yeah. Yeah. It probably has a person standing next to it that we can't see. Yeah, except <laughs> except we do see a person later in the episode who looks just like Anubis. Well, we see the, Anubis. The ja- yeah, but that's yeah. that is implied that right. that's the stand that's that, that that's talking and all that. Incidentally, um, one of two stands that can kill you. Yeah, because it's <laughs> right. death. Yeah. One Anubis, and the god of death. Yeah. 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 All the other ones were just there to serve you tea. Maybe bake you a cake. Have you howl at the moon? The moon stand, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Make you warm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the, the yeah. other ones were just there to like sort of take care of but you these or ones, do your which taxes. Suggest the death tarot and God, respectively. They're here to kill you. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The other ones just accidentally, yeah, would have killed you. So the sword is real. Yes, it's possessed by a stand, and then whoever the sta- the stand chooses to wield the sword also gets it appears they get hypnotized by the stand yeah. like they have to like, look at the glint like in possessed. the sword but, right, right. so yeah so it hypnotizes chaka and um uh, but there is like a stand who actually does appear to take the form of the jackal-headed god anubis so. i really like the amount of pep talks that the yes. stand gives you the stand is like it when it hypnotizes you it's like you are strong. You are the best swordsman in the world. Anubis is a good manager. Yeah. Again. Visualize yourself as a killing machine. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you can do anything. I'm yeah. Like, I need this. Yeah. I need this sword. <laughs> I yeah. need it to tell me to like get out of bed in the morning. It's a little bit like Heya from Steel Ball Run much later on, which is great. <laughs> Looks like Darius is the one who brought up Steel Ball Run this time. Boom. <laughs> Naughty Liz's fault. For I me. mean, you did allude to it with the green lipstick, but um, <laughs> both your faults. So we start in the hospital. That's right. Where we get right. confirmation that Kakuin is blind. Yes, and he's going to stay blind for a while. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to heal, and I'll catch up to you guys later. Because it didn't. Because the stand didn't touch my pupils. I'm like, you can't cut a pupil. Well, so what is actually? It's, it's like his retinas yeah. are fine, but yeah, his retinas are fine. His corneas are fucked up. As someone with a fucked up cornea, I can tell you, he's going to be suffering for the rest of his life. Like, that's fucking sucks. He probably does suffer for the rest yeah. of his life. Well, he definitely does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's actually true. I really like the part in this scene when Kakuin talks about how he had a classmate whose eyeball got uh, smushed and the fluid came out, but then he was fine the next day. And Joseph is just like, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I respond when people tell me gross things. So then we get to some more Polner F and Iggy business. <sighs> the Egyptian nurses are apparently the target audience for Iggy. Yeah. yeah. Like that's what a cute dog. That's <laughs> who like farting is funny. Ha 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 ha. I'm like, who are you? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with those nurses and they think they should get cockyween <laughs> out of that hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Hospital's haunted. Yeah. So, he's not in good care. No. There. He's not yeah. receiving good care. And then we get some good natured ribbing from the from Joseph about how attached uh you know how, how close they are. He calls yeah. them lovebirds, yeah, which love is birds, creepy. which is a little weird. I'm concerned. It's well, a dog. Yeah. Um it's Palmeraf. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, French. Come on. And so then we get Polnareff, the world's most terrible tourist, who like 
Look, he rips I think it's badass. I'm a polnareff apologist because the thing is that when you care that much about antique appraising, <laughs> which all French people do from oh. birth. Oh, okay. It's hard to contain your rage when you see somebody trying to sell a fake. And so you just have to tear it you up. You have to. And I not would, pay for it. I would watch Antiques Roadshow with, with Paul Rath. Oh, the... shit, yeah. <laughs> and he just breaks everything that isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is worthless. <laughs> <laughs> While smoking. Smashes it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> takes out a hammer. It's like, how much do you think this is worth? It's nothing! <laughs> smash, smash. <laughs> Someone brings him an antique toilet and he's like, he has like a, 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 a yeah. bunch of reactions. Yeah, yeah it'd be amazing. <laughs> That's what I want now. I yeah. want Paul Nareff antique search. Now. This was Louis the Fourteenth toilet. Like this, this is worth a lot, but also I'm going to be traumatized for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. I mean, so but if cool. it's a good toilet, he he likes it, right? So it's like Does a he positive. Like good toilet. Oh, I he mean, loves I feel a good. Like he definitely he likes it. Like compared to other toilets, I feel like but... he's only at peace when he is on a clean like. Like well appointed toilet. At peace when he's not on any toilet and when he's just like existing in the world without. Maybe. Being on a yeah. Toilet. Okay. I, I I buy it since you're the you're the bathroom anxiety person. <laughs> I am the tea expert on this. So Polnareff splits then... up, <laughs> splits <laughs> off from the team. Because once again, Polnareff cannot fucking like Polnareff use the buddy like, system. This will be fine this time. Yeah. I'm gonna walk off alone. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll it, be different. Today. Isn't he like led away by Iggy somehow? I Doesn't, honestly don't remember. Oh, no, no he, he just walks away, away the from sword, the... Yeah. By the sword guy, by Chaka. Yeah. Right, okay. Anyway. Um, but who's literally, like, sending off, I'm gonna fight you vibes. He's just going, do 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 yeah. He's like... Yeah. And, and Polnareff's like, this is real manly, I'm into it. Yeah. yeah. Polnareff's like, I guess I'll follow you into, like, a dark corner just to see what's gonna... Yeah, you're right. You know, the whole s- setup Pol- is very yeah. much like a, like, cruising situation. Yes, it is. Yeah. Where, like, they see Pol- each here for, like, the stand user meat market. Yeah, they yeah. S- yeah, they see each other, they kind of don't acknowledge each other, but they both know that they're gonna and end And they're just kind of, like, like, walking next to off, each other. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's, like... He's I like, like your style. And yeah. then they both pull out swords. Yeah. And then they have a big sword fight. Yep. I mean, you know, it's JoJo's, so that's in usually a, what that means. In a field of pillars. Yep. <laughs> Right. I mean, well, you know, it's it's a little check. a little gayer than it normally is, but not much. Okay, so Polnareff picks a, up Chaka. Yes. Yeah, and it's a really good sword fight. I, yeah. I think wins. it's I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, like he definitely gets cruised and is welcomes the cruising. Yeah, but like that part of it is definitely more homoerotic than usual. But like all the fights are pretty homoerotic. Well, yeah, because it's JoJo. I mean, this course. is why we have this podcast. Yes. <laughs> but yes, but that one is definitely like, I mean, all it's up of there. his. Well, it's just, up there. Well, the whole like, you're right. Like, the I entire conceit. It hadn't occurred to me. That, yeah, the entire like, even like splitting off from the rest of the group. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe, like, maybe Chaka getting possessed is like a metaphor for coming out to his family. <gasps> Shit. <laughs> yeah. But like, even the way he That his... could, t- that yeah. totally tracks. Yeah. And like the way his sword, like he's got it all wrapped up in that like, like weird mummy binding yeah. and it like tantalizingly comes. Yeah. I was like, like so I was watching erotic. I was like, that's horny. It's like, real horny. Like why am I turned on? Like what is this? <laughs> like what am I watching? And Paul like, Rest like looking at it and the way that like that jewel gleams like every time, I'm just like, this is a lot. This is really a lot. Yeah, like, this episode is erotic as hell. Yeah. I don't know the way that like like the way that they do the if like if you can watch that little piece of bandage flip off the sword hilt or whatever yeah, hilt. without blushing, 
then yeah. you're a hero. But um, and you've I mean, never been horny before. Also, the coming out thing makes makes the lipstick make a lot more sense too. Shit. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. He's like, now I'm fabulous, and yeah. now you're all dead. Yeah. Slay your fam, and just like the way that Anubis like... is like slay queen. Like that's what <laughs> that's Anubis's actual. <laughs> yes, queen. I was just yes. I was just telling you to slay <laughs> metaphorically, but sure. you took it literally. <laughs> fine, but yeah, just because I'm a sword, people think I'm asking people to murder. I just Holy like shit. the way that they illustrate like queer eye by Anubis. Um, <laughs> the way that they illustrate the sword, like they're always like, it looks wet, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like I don't know, it just seems very horny. Yeah, the fight is cool. It's we learn great. that we learn that the sword can phase through things. I mean, we kind of do from the cow as well, who survives yeah. the this thing. Is so but... bl- I'm sorry, this is blowing. Yeah, my yeah, no, or yeah. it's like the fact that it's a samurai sword. Like, I'm I'm just literally reading something right now about like how homoerotic like all the all like samurai culture was and mm. like how normal it was for like samurai warriors to have like a gay relationship like it was just like part of it like very 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 common and so i'm just saying and like it was known as like a thing that samurai did at the time it's just like all right yeah bring well, bring that into the, the i love how shit. he like he doesn't fuck up Polnareff's outfit. Right. Like, he yeah. doesn't cut his shirt. He right, just he finds, like, one chest. of the, yeah, one of the parts where <laughs> Polnareff, yeah. Yeah, Well, he because just, I was phases, thinking maybe he would no, he take phases, off he phases through the strap. Yeah, no, he, he phases through the shirt to I cut fuck up just, his fashion. Yeah. yeah. He's just gonna yeah. get his, get I to the titty. The he looks reading. great. He looks really good. Yeah. And then Polnareff ends the fight by, like, popping off his sword, like, to ricochet and shoot him in the neck. His His pointy, yeah, his special move where he... Which none of the Joe stars know about. that we've never seen before and that he's never told anyone about. Yeah, Yeah. which is fine because they never told him Abdal died, so they don't deserve to know about his secret techniques either. I just love that. His secret dick techniques. His secret, (laughs) yeah, his his dick secret. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I love that basically Polnareff went cruising through the sheepfold. Yeah. And then, of course, they, like, find him afterwards, like, like... With Dazed and confused, yeah, all disheveled. <laughs> with like, what have you been with doing? that, like the dude's like dick half out, essentially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. So I like that he's sort of out of it because oh, yeah. he's about to get possessed. Well, and he doesn't, he doesn't kill Chaka either. No. Uh, Chaka does survive. He's just real fucked up. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he says. Well, but he's definitely out of commission. So yeah, like anyone after their first gay encounter. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Polnareff, for the last goddamn time, don't go off by yourself. Buddy system. Polnareff's yeah. like, uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, well, I want to go to the barbershop. And so it's like, Jodoro, go go with him. And Jodoro's like... <sighs> and now we've reached the most important part of this episode. It really is, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's pretty great. From a, from a lore perspective. Yeah. Yes. Jotaro in the barbershop is reading a magazine. And this is only in the anime. Yes. Yeah, this is not in the in the book. It's just a generic book. But, right. you know, sometimes you have to fix canon. Yeah. And this is one of those times. And the magazine is called Marine Life. <laughs> and the first word of the article he's reading is C. S-E-A. Yep. And this raises questions. Well, I think well no, it, it provides answers is really. what it but does. But it also, well, it provides answers. But my question is, so are we seeing... The seed being planted and nurtured of his soon-to-be life-consuming interest in marine biology. Like, was the magazine like, was there? The magazine there? Like, was it the only magazine in English in the barbershop? And, and he just Jotaro picked it up. was like, sure, I'll read this. Or 
did Jotaro bring it with him? Because he was already like had a budding interest in marine biology. I assume he brought it with him. I think that it was the only English magazine in the... And coupled with Kakuin's interest in acorn barnacles, Jotaro was like, you know what? Maybe there is something to this marine biology thing. Yeah. See, I assume that Kakuin has just been like passive aggressively buying and leaving around. <laughs> okay, Why does Kakuin yeah. want Jotaro to be a marine biologist no, I so just, bad? I don't know if he like wants him to be a marine don't biologist. Don't kink shame Kakuin. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that he's interested in it. And so like any good pedantic partner he's just like right i want you to be interested in my interests and also there's like no fucking english maybe he doesn't really well right i'm saying it's the only thing i mean you i could totally see being in a foreign place and having like you know 15 magazines and one of them is in english and it's like a horse magazine yeah so you read the horse so magazine. you read the horse magazine and like in this case it's like a fish magazine yeah so you read the fish magazine but yeah, I think between, well, because I think between like the weird fighting, like they've been on so many boats and they've, they've dealt with so much fish shit that I think that Kakuin's just like, look. Get into fish now. Yeah, you have to get into fish <laughs> also, now. Also, like you really should think about going to college. Yeah, you, yeah. you need a career. <laughs> well, and like with the high priestess thing and like all the other shit, like it's just, he's spent so much time underwater. Yeah. Maybe after all the Dark blue fucked moon. up shit, he's like trying to research and be like, all right, how can I prepare myself next time I have to crush a bunch of rocks under the ocean? Yeah, and like fight something with scales yeah. and like hold my breath for like a million minutes. Yeah. And just, he's like, I want to know How do what's I tell under- if a boat's a boat or a monkey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> that's the kind of question. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff stuff uh, thank you he's like there's a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of weird things under the water and i'm curious about yeah. at least three of them you know he's like i'm gonna have to kill some of them yeah. and you know and yeah kakuin's like punch what? a shark yes yeah he's like starfish seem cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like maybe yeah he's like dolphins Dolphins, dolphins are cool. Dolphin yeah. really cool. Definitely gets very interested <laughs> in dolphins. Loves, we know he that. Loves dolphins. <laughs> he, he hearts dolphins. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> does. He does. So yeah, um, that's uh, that's why I'm saying it's like I think it's getting like supported from other places. Yeah, as well. this is just an awesome little detail that David Productions added <laughs> yeah. in good to, job, to as like a as like a yeah Easter egg. It's so good. And so obsessed good. With it. Yeah. This and the part where they have uh, the Speedwagon Foundation lawyers come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy their fix it moments. But yeah, like because the thing is, is that is like if you just like watch Stardust Crusaders and you see this like seventeen year old thug murder his way across multiple continents, it's just like, what's his future like? <laughs> spoilers: His future apparently involves a master's degree. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, eventually he gets his PhD. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like in marine a, biology, in, a, in marine biology, and he spends it. He writes his dissertation on starfish, ocean man, and tide pools, and it's like the fuck. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. He did what now? When? And it just seems so out of character. So I really appreciate that they're putting it's things in, in, Look, in they're the animated character. Yeah, <laughs> of dolphins in the shape of a heart. He loves. Dolphins. Right. And yeah. so it's just, I'm like, you gotta, like, Araki had not. plus dolphins like, equals I wonder, forever. well, we know that Jotaro was, like, a sweet, cute child, like, when he was, like, prepubescent. I think he was one of those kids who had, like, the, the Lisa Frank, like, dolphin oh He like, totally, like, shirts, would drag you know? his parents to the aquarium. Oh, yeah, weekend. yeah. I bet. I bet this And the, goes the deep. people who worked at the aquarium would be like, oh, it's, it's Jotaro. This is where I think Araki, <laughs> like, I know he made decisions later, but it's like, 
I think sometimes it's like he swung too hard in one direction and then the other direction. And it's like, it doesn't. So what you're saying is that delinquents can't be marine biologists. I'm saying it's hard to see how this particular delinquent became one (laughs) unless you put little breadcrumbs through the story. No, I think the breadcrumbs are fantastic. Um, And he gets much better at writing delinquents. Yes. Literally in the next book. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because you can tell that Iraqi wants to write sensitive delinquents yes but he doesn't do a good yeah courtney you're right it's like jotaro isn't a sensitive delinquent like he's not characterized as one so like the fact that he ends up doing a thing that a sensitive delinquent would do is confusing right Right. but so we're in this barber shop and turns out the barber is possessed by the sword because they brought the sword to the shop of course you brought that's what you do because polnareff turns out is a fucking sword weeb you know <laughs> happens to the best of us yeah he's got his uh he's got his swords on his wall and he's got the he's <laughs> yeah. got the anime scrolls yeah. up there too you like know, just he you just, know he's probably got like a, a replica of the Naruto. final fantasy 10 sword or, and very like lots of boobs yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Anime oh anime so much I bet anime he's got titty. that like mouse pad that's like oh my boobs. gosh yes. yeah he yeah. definitely has a boob mouse pad but yeah i love their like polar what are you gonna do with that sword and i'm like he's gonna hang it on his fucking yeah. wall what do you what is any <laughs> What does any white dude do with a sword? <laughs> with a katana. He fucking hangs it on yeah. his wall over his couch and he's like, there's my sword. <laughs> like, And then occasionally he'll be like, do you, do you want to see me? Do you want to see me use my sword? And it's like, come on. I dated that guy. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, the first. Hi, Jacob. Jacob listens to this. Uh, on my first. So Jacob, my best friend, we dated for a couple years when I was in high school and early college. So many, many years ago. Yeah. And our first date, the first time I ever went over to Jacob's house. Jacob is not like this anymore. So please don't hold it against him. <laughs> but uh, he had a samurai sword that he owned uh, in his parents' house. This is when we were like, I was like 17 and he was yeah. 18. And he absolutely took out his samurai sword and was like, look, my samurai sword. Yeah. And I was like, this is how I die. <laughs> I was like, he's going to fucking kill me. Yeah. Anyway, 13 years later, we're best friends. But we had you a lot to overcome yeah. after uh, mm-hmm. he almost killed me with a samurai sword on our first date. Yeah, much like this barber does to uh, <laughs> exactly. on their first date. Yeah, you got to watch out for like the sword guys with yeah. the swords on the walls. Yeah, Just keep an eye out. Um, so yeah. this barber, we don't discover this technically until next episode, but his name is Khan. So we have Chaka, Chaka. and Khan. Yeah. That's the that's the the reference in this one. Sure. Chaka Khan, man. She's yeah. one of the greatest. She has you know, it's basically a Sweeney Todd's type setup. You know, he's doing the close shave and then suddenly there's a sword and then smash cut to to be continued. Yeah, and this the close shave part is so funny because it takes like ten minutes for it to be like <laughs> Is he gonna cut his neck? I like the little contented noises that Polnareff makes Polnareff while he's getting. Loves he's like being mm. shaved. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I like that. So is that a French? Yeah, thing? is that a French thing? Let me check my notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. that's just a Polnareff thing. Yeah, that that honestly that fits. Like I feel like Polnareff doing like spa shit and being pampered. Yeah, yeah really. Totally. Yeah. Getting a little haircut trim. Does he like... Also, like, it made me think... I was like, so I guess the Stardust Crusaders guys shave. <laughs> so now I'm thinking about oh, that. Oh, yeah. It's like, we know that they use the bathroom. Yes. They talk about that. I do like how it's like, we see how quickly 
the the sword can kill people, and yet we do see how how it seems very reluctant to kill Polnareff yeah. already. It likes him. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how we get Polnareff's observation when he fought Chaka, R.I.P. Chaka, or well, you know, you know, not R.I.P. Convalescent peace. Well, yeah, yeah, he can rest. That he's he just like, rest, yeah. he's like, well, this guy is a complete amateur. Like, what the fuck is going on? And so it does plant that thing in your mind as a viewer, like or reader, either way. That it's just like, so we have an extremely well trained swordsman right. in Polnareff. And we have a cursed sword. Yeah, so, I'm sure it will be fine. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, I do want to know how Dio contacted this sword. Yeah, and, and, and talked and to contracted it, contracted its services. Hermit purple. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, and I, can you imagine like Dio just like hands the sword to like one of his minions and goes, "Okay, just go to the middle of the desert on this like rocky outcropping." And drop the sword and walk away. That's your goal. Also, yeah, like, so does the there. sword possess the thief mice, or like, does like? Yeah, I think the, the sword mice are can. Totally cursed. Yeah, those mice. I mean, I think the sword can mind control most mice? most. If you're really beings. dumb, it can like. Do you think summon that there are you. any that it can't? Yeah, I don't think so. I think because I think like a person needs to like actually look at the blade, but if you're just like if it's just a mouse brain, it can like affect you from far away. So, what if you're like an ape <laughs> and you got a hold of the sword? What if you're an ape that already has another stand? Can yeah, what if strength got a hold of the sword? Well, we we already know what happens if you have an next episode we find out what happens if you have a stand and you get the sword. Because Polnareff has a stand oh, and he yeah. gets the okay. sword. So we'll find out when we yeah. watch that episode that I've Okay, but what if you're before. a normal Abe? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I think... Tell, I think, I tell think, me Santa Darius. I think, I think technically you have two stands because you, you have a stand and then the other stand has you. So it's right. like you but can... But what if you... What if you, oh my gosh, what if it's like in that episode of the X-Files where if they put the bug inside you, it kills the other bug and then both bugs die so you're healed? So like if you have two, if Do you have one stand out? and you get another stand, then the stands fight and kill each other and then you're free from being possessed by stands, hmm. which is really what this Jojo's Bizarre insane. Adventure is about. It's possession. Is being infected by I mean, alien stands. Basically, Jodoro was right in episode one, which is there's an, evil, an evil spirit, spirit inside me. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, 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 but really. It's fine, but it is. Yeah. You're being possessed by an evil spirit. An evil alien spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tune in next time for part two of Anubis. Sword. 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 Curse sword. Curse sword. 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 Step it down. Check it out. Step it down. Step it down. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Step Town, population you. Right. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon at StreamPDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at StreamPDX and OpenSignal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJojo or find us on the web at ExplainJojo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Jotaro would leave for Marine Life magazine.